We're off. I mean, let's get. This is a journey into a, sound. That's a little too loud there. But, hey, here we go. Oh, <laughs> on the way back. The way back. You know, every time uh, Andrew this is a T journey into sound. Uh, brought up that movie, The uh, Way Back. And it was on one day, and I, and I was doing something else, and I never got a chance to, to watch it. But I do want to check out that way back. Hopefully that's not too loud there. That great old song. Uh, so here we are, Jimmy. Episode uh, 35. And I better stop talking so loud. Hold on. Oh, yeah. There we go. Actually, was uh, selling our podcast last night. People were like, "What? You got a podcast? Well, look, did you just start?" I said, "No, we're about thirty-five episodes in." They're like, "What?" Yeah. So I told them where to find it. Like, oh, we're listening. I was like, "You can't listen live. You can go listen to the first thirty-four. Would you mind? It's a. It's. I mean, it's a. I, it's a fun thing. I think I love what we're doing here. You know. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a good podcast. We're growing our audience, which is nice. Fun, yeah. We're closing in on that magical thousand. Oh, really? Yeah, so um, that that'll be a that'll be a big accomplishment when we grab that okay. man. So uh, all right, so episode thirty-five, which uh, takes us to um, the greatest uh, number thirty-fives that okay. to ever wear the number thirty-five. 35 so. Okay, so let me think of some. Uh, Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander, number thirty-five. Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin KD. Reggie Lewis from the Celtics. Reggie Lewis, short-lived. Uh, Frank Thomas, the big hurt. Mm. And here's a guy who, who, when he first broke in, he, he wore many numbers, but his first number when he first broke in with the Oakland A's was Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. 35. Ricky will tell you how great Ricky was. Ricky, hey, Ricky's great. Ricky's great. Uh, on the 35s, Don Zimmer, who was a manager for the Sox. Don uh, Zimmer was 35. Okay, so my two. I only have two. Okay. Okay, and, and you know, I always got to do the Philadelphia flavor, but uh, I will say uh, Cole Hamels. Oh, I got another uh, Philly connection. If you don't get it, go ahead. I won't get it. Cause okay. I'm, and my other one is Boston Scott because he's on oh, the Eagles right now. The other one for the six is Clarence Witherspoon. Oh, my God. Clarence. You know, he was Barkley. Didn't they? He was post-Barkley. Well, I think they got him. No, he wasn't. Did they get him after Barkley? And then they thought he was going to be another Barkley. Baby then Barkley. he just traded. I think they played together maybe one year. Yeah, I think so, too. Not a lot, though. Yeah, he was He was good. He was very no good. Barkley. He was no, no Barkley. Barkley. No, 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 no. Barkley was different. You know, they should have kept them together because he could have complimented Barkley. Barkley yeah. was dominant, you know, low post, and he was good low post. Yeah. But he was no Barkley. No, no, definitely not. So, um, any other thirty fives you got for me? That was a good one. Uh, uh, no, I can't think of any more. Yeah, it's that a was tough a, number. It is a tough number, but that, that's some good thirty fives in there. Um, so you said I'm trying, Reggie Lewis. That was a Reggie. Oh man, he yeah, was been great. My God. And the Celtics still continue to win. Yeah. Um, so I have some great, great stuff for this week. So okay. first is the news of the week. News of the week. Oh, plenty of news of the week. <laughs> plenty. Just a little, little protest going on. Got a little out of hand there. And uh, I like the guy who was in Nancy Pelosi's office. Uh, took one of her letterhead envelopes, threw two bucks down, and he tried to take it back. He goes, I paid for this. <laughs> And he's I got mean, pictures of his feet up on a desk. So I, you know, my whole thing with it was, uh, you know, the, the whole protest, whatever. I think they took it too far once they stormed yeah. the Capitol. Yep. You know, um, I get why they wanted to protest. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the whole 
premise behind the protest, let's, let's face it, this guy, Joe Biden, is our president-elect. Mm -hmm. The guy received 80 million votes, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. The closest to him ever was Barack Obama, who got 14 million less votes in 2008 or 2012, whatever it was. He got 14 million less votes. This guy, who was incredibly popular, Barack Obama, this guy beat him by 14 million. Think about that. And how many did uh, uh, Trump get? I don't know. But, but here, so add those together. Does that uh, exceed the population of the United States? It does not. It does not. And and the whole thing is, that, you know, the population of the United States is 330 million. But when you talk about registered voters at age, population includes kids and those not able okay. to vote, whatever. Um, but yeah, through 80 million. I mean, Trump got a lot, too. So my whole take on this is, you know, the guy never campaigned, got 80 million votes. The reason why Trump, you know, he's making the stink that he is and everything is because I feel like he knows all the illegal shit he probably did to get the extra votes. I got. know what you did because I did it too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think you're right. So and it's like, but they just did it better, you know? And it's like, uh, so I get why these people are upset, right? They feel like, there were some wrongdoings, whatever. Uh, nothing has really come to light. I mean, it's no. like they, they hit, they literally did hit uh, dead ends everywhere. I mean, I don't want to get down, go down the political road. Um, to me, I watched it. Um, I wasn't like most people upsetting. Cry. People were crying. I mean, you know, uh, there was companies sending out letters and, you know, this is a horrible day. And it mm -hmm. wasn't a, a great day for America, right? If they just did the protest, okay, you raise it. Um, they got on the attention, and now these people are all being outed, and their lives are being ruined. Um, the people who were arrested? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people being arrested, which takes us to our Florida man story. i got to okay. go right to it. So our Florida man this week Ooh, is a smiling Florida man takes Pelosi's <laughs> lectern and gets identified and ultimately arrested. Federal and local enforcement work together to locate Adam Johnson, the grinning man photographed with Pelosi's lectern leading to the arrest on a federal warrant on Friday night. He was being held at the Pinellas County Jail, and an acquaintance identified Johnson earlier this week to the Bradenton Herald, which described him as a stay-at-home father of five who traveled to the capital from Parrish, Florida. <laughs> i got to tell you, that photo is hilarious. He's in the, the Trump ski cap, and he's carrying her lectern. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> And you're right, the guy from Arkansas, because they took, outed him, yeah, you know, sitting in Pelosi's his, uh, office. Yeah, and he, he left her a note. He left her a note, threw down two bucks, and they said, I want, you know, you're under arrest. Why? I paid for this envelope. <laughs> but it's, you know, I, it's, uh, it's just, funny, but it's not funny. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I think they took it too far. And I'm, I'm wondering, were some of the people who were smashing windows, were they Trump supporters or who were they? I don't buy into that whole shenanigan bullshit. These people were angry. They took it too far. I don't buy into that. No. No, I don't buy into the people. Yeah, that. people said that they were anti Antifa there, and I don't buy into the. You know what? There's yeah. radicals on both sides. That's true. There are. You know what I mean? It's it's, and it's like, the problem I have with what Biden said, and it takes us back to when Obama did this, is they create that divide when he said they didn't treat they these people were treated differently than the BLM protesters. You can't say that. Antifa, BLM protesters, whoever it is, they were all treated the same. They were all arrested. I think it was just shame on our capital that we weren't prepared. Mm. 
how can that happen to our capital when they knew that these people were coming there to protest? Yeah. You should have had like, okay, let's make, sh let's yeah, secure yeah. in and around the Capitol. They're coming here to protest because we're going to vote today. Mm -hmm. My God, the U.S. government. Had Even the if pants they down. didn't know they were coming, they should have been, you know, prepared just in case. Exactly. Yeah. Just disappointed in the whole thing. Yeah, it, the like whole you way. Said, it, it's not. A, it's not a good look for us around the world. It's not, and you know, it's like, um, you know, I don't think that the Trump. Four years was as horrible as this ending? No, it was not. I mean, and before this <clears throat> last year, 2020, I thought it was going pretty good. It was It was okay. You know, it was pretty you good. Know, if, if economy was doing good. The economy was doing really good. I mean, he, you know, uh, I think he played somewhat of a part of that. I think he helped business. Um, <clears throat> but he, uh, my biggest problem with that guy is his ego. I've never. His ego, and he, he just doesn't know, know enough when to shut up. Right. I think the biggest takeaway or the biggest problem he had was himself. It if is. If he would just shut up and just go about his job and say, you know, people could have looked around and say, hey, he's doing pretty good. I right. guess he's doing a good job. But he kept wanting to pat himself on the back and tell everybody, like you said, he's an ego guy. He you is. know, hey, look at what I did. Here I am. I did this. Isn't, aren't, ain't I great? So every time he would spoke, speak, it gave somebody an opportunity to shoot him down and criticize him. Just be quiet. Do, do the good job. So now it's like they're, you know, to the point where he's down. He, this guy is down. Like he's got no friends anywhere. And now they're trying to step on his neck. It's like. Well, they want to make sure he doesn't come back in 2024. Well, he doesn't. They want him to get nothing. They don't want him to get the pension. They don't want him to get all the benefits that an ex-president gets. So if they impeach him and get that out, I mean, they, they literally want to stomp on the back of his neck now, which I think is completely wrong, Jimmy. Yeah. So is what it is. Uh, other news this week. Tommy Lasorda passed away. Yeah. You know, a I did, you local know, guy. 2021, <clears throat> we opened with Tommy. 2020, a lot of uh, great baseball players had died. I think we talked about that yeah. a little bit. But, yeah, so Tommy Lasorda, yeah, 93 years old, Norristown guy. Yeah. Uh, they did a lot of – I don't know if you have the ba baseball network or got a chance to see it. They did a lot of uh, stories with people who knew him, coached with him, played for him. A lot of good stories out there about him. Now, he followed Walter Alston? He was immediately after Walter Alston. Wow, correct? what a run of I mean, managers. that's 40 years. Two good, two managers in 40 years and a lot of World Series and World Jesus. Series appearances. So Walter Alston was like from 56 to 76. Tommy was from 77 to 97 or 96 or something wow. like that. So 40 years, two managers, and a lot of success. Yeah, yeah, a lot of success. Yeah, they, they did a, a whole thing on him. As a matter of fact, at the party last night that I was talking uh, to you about earlier, uh, one of the guys there, his grandfather was a scout and discovered Tommy Lasorda. Wow. And this guy uh, had a bunch of stuff, and he showed me last night a bunch of memorabilia with Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda never forgot that his grandfather discovered him as a pitcher for the Dodgers. I think, no, I think he started maybe even with the Phillies, and he got to the Dodgers. And then he went from there, and he wasn't, and they kept saying he just wasn't good enough, but his enthusiasm and his, and his will just drove him and drove him, and then he got into coaching, scouting, and everything else. His, uh, I mean, the, the Dodgers organization, their scouting team is amazing. Yeah. I felt like they, you know, he, yeah. they set him up pretty good. But, you know, as a manager, he was great. Him and the Fanatic, I'll never forget that. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the dummy Lasorda with the big fat belly. And, and Lasorda, I couldn't tell if he was really mad or if he was just playing along. I think he was pissed. He looked pretty mad. But, I mean, they, they really went, did a nice job. They went into how he was a minor league coach. And, he, and in minor leagues, he coached Garvey, Lopez, Lopes. Russell no say he and that's when it came that's up. That's good. I would love to see that. Yeah, you should see it. And then you know, and he was just the same guy, same uh, enthusiastic guy as a minor league coach, and he was really 
a teacher and they talked to some of these guys like man it was great playing for him that's awesome you know he could make you believe you could do anything I love guys like that you know yeah. and, the, and the guy over here Steve Carcari who owns the Collegeville Italian Bakery I was telling you about their pizza mm -hmm. the place is amazing once we get through this COVID shit we'll try yeah. and have a podcast over there because he's a great guy and he yeah. would be a great guest to have oh okay he was Widener's baseball coach but you know he talked about how how much he like Lasorda used to be over there all the time even in his old age he would go to the Collegeville Italian Bakery over here and um how much he meant to him in his baseball coaching career and yeah. everything yeah. which was like you know my dad my dad always talked about my dad read Walter Olson's books all those mm -hmm. you know being a baseball coach that he was it was he owned it all owed it all to Skip Wilson he said Skip Wilson was the greatest baseball mind he ever met mm -hmm. you know and I've heard his name quite a bit a lot of people in Philly always mention Skip Wilson yeah he's still alive is he yeah which is amazing yeah. that was one of the things I remember my dad sitting in the hospital going Fucking Skip Wilson's gonna outlive me. Yeah. I've heard <laughs> his crazy. name a lot. Never met the guy, but I've heard his name a lot. Yeah, he's a great baseball coach. I mean, I went to his camps ever since I was a little kid, you know, mm -hmm. and um, that's where I was supposed to play baseball in college until you know what happened senior year, but uh, kicked off the team. But hey, <laughs> Cut, then, Cuddy, <laughs> Cuddy, uh, and then Tanya Roberts died, lived, and died again. Did you see that? No, I, I missed that. So Tanya Roberts. I, knew, I, I heard the announcement she had died. Yeah, so she died. And then the next day I said, no, no, she's alive. She, had a, she died from a UTI. I'm like, what? She didn't even have COVID or anything like that. She had a UTI. But uh, I didn't know. She was a Charlie's Angel at one point. Oh, was she she replaced after the original three sort of... Yeah, she was one of those. Wasn't she a Bond girl? At she one was point? a Bond girl. She was also uh, on that 70s show. So, yeah, she had... She had a pretty good run there. Okay. Um, but I was thinking of that, right? Uh, and also Marianne died, Mary Wells. Mary Wells. Oh, I, you know, I always say there's two types of guys. You're either a ginger guy or a Marianne guy. So here we go. I was a Marianne guy. I was a Marianne guy. So <coughs> this is my, my next topic. Oh, okay, good. Here we go. And the first one was Marianne or ginger. Marianne. No, not even a question. I wouldn't Me even Me too. Hesitate. I was a Marianne. I, just, I thought she was beautiful. I mean, ginger, the, I don't just, know, something about her I didn't like, but Marianne was Beautiful. I was always in, in Sue knows, I've always been into the wholesome American girl look. And she just you know? got that girl next door look, and yeah. she had a great personality. Oh, yeah. Fun to hang out with, fun to talk to, not like I, like I was on Gilligan's Island here. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ginger just seemed like a snot. But uh, I mean, Marianne, and she would have that little shirt tied up like, God damn you, you can make me a banana cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> Gilligan, you chump, get out of the way. Oh, that's funny, man. So, um, so yeah, I got a few of these for you then. Mm -hmm. So, um, Laverne or Shirley? Got to be Shirley. Laverne was, she looked like a horse. She looked like a horse. Yeah, but she had great knockers. She did have great knockers. But then again, that brings me to this. You're either a boob man or an ass man. And I'm an ass man. I'm an ass man. You know, like Marianne. <laughs> nice ass. I mean, I love my wife. Did you see my wife? I'm an ass man. <laughs> oh, I hope you don't listen to this. She doesn't. <laughs> She'd come out here and just oh, smack me and laugh. <laughs> she I ain't saying anything. He probably has his room bugged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, okay, Three's Company. Janet or Chrissy? Uh, I'd have to go Jan uh, Chrissy on that one. Janet, she just didn't. Janet was a dark hair girl, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd have to go with Chrissy only because uh, Suzanne Somers, huh? Chrissy. Suzanne yeah. Somers. Yeah. And then they had that girl that replaced Suzanne Somers. She, she was hot too. She was, and she's a little goofy as fuck, man. Yeah. She was, but whatever. But I, I'm actually, I'd take Janet because I just like that there was something 
innocent and dirty about her. Plus, she had some intelligence. Yeah, she was dirty. She was like a closet case. Dirty yeah. I don't want to say too much. Um, okay, now we're going to Friends. I don't know if okay. you watch Friends. Rachel yes. or Monica? Uh, which one is Jennifer Aniston? Uh, Rachel. Rachel. I'll take Rachel, yeah. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. That's, Jennifer I mean, Aniston, hey, I wouldn't... I, I would, you know, my Courtney Cox. And then the other girl, Courtney Cox, was beautiful. And then you yeah. had the other goofy girl. No, Phoebe, name? no, she doesn't make the Phoebe. list. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean, you, I mean yeah. unless Co- you want Courtney me Cox was good looking, but, you know, come on. Jennifer Aniston, oh my God. All right, so now we get to Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. But we're only doing, okay. we're only doing the original three. The original three. three, so not Cheryl Ladd, who was smoking hot. Who, I put her on here as the fourth. Oh, but we will start with the, Just original. the original three. I would so have to go. Sabrina, so Sabrina Duncan, Kelly Garrett, um, or Jill Monroe, which is Kate Jackson, Jacqueline Smith, Farrah Fawcett. I'd do Jacqueline Smith. Jacqueline Smith. Wow, she was just she was smoking. She was just gorgeous. Yeah, the fair was fair. The other but girl, Farrah Fawcett. Oh my God, Farrah Fawcett. I had that poster. That so famous did I, poster. The the red yes. bathing suit. And, I had the, the same background. One. I had, I think I, everybody had that. Uh, you know what? That poster must have sold millions and yeah. millions and yeah. millions. Got because I had that poster I too. Had that, everybody. Yeah, I even I had that, that poster on a T-shirt. Who did you did? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I bet you have missed the T-shirt. You bet you do. Yeah, you yeah. But we had that. Yeah, that was like on the back of our door. I didn't. I didn't add the last one in. I was gonna say or Bosley. Bosley, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why the fuck was he on the show? You know what's funny? Uh, it's like we were thinking about this the other day, and I said, I wonder if I could find Charlie's Angels. I found Charlie's Angels on this TV thing we have, and Bo- Bosley, TV. It's like yeah, there's they show all the old ones. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Bosley's on there, and he's actually out on a date. I'm like. I don't ever remember Bosley getting some. No, and they barely touched on him. He was like in a room on a conference call, and that was it. Now, here's a good one. Here's a classic one. Kelly or Jesse from Saved by the Bell? Oh, fuck. I didn't really watch that one too much. Kelly Saturday morning. Come on. You wake up. Oh, Christ almighty. I I don't even know who's who. Kelly or what was the other name? Uh, Or Jesse. So Kelly was like the dark-haired girl. Jesse was the, the one that was in that stripper movie. She had the long, dark hair. Oh, the, the showgirls. Yes, that girl. I'll take that girl. I'll take that girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take her. <laughs> so, uh, I this last one, uh, well, actually, I have two more. Here we go. Okay. Marsha, Jan, Cindy, Mrs. Brady, or Alice? Oh, Alice. <laughs> um, ooh. I'm gonna go with Jen because she seems like she'd want to be more fun. There was always that urban legend that Jen was in porno. Remember that? Well, she I mean, she went on to have some you know decent movies where she was like a drug addict. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't say Cindy because I would have had to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was a little kid, kid first of all. <laughs> exactly. And, and then secondly, then she got older and she did get better looking. But I tell you, when they did the Brady movie, the girl who played Marsha Smoking, who married uh, yeah. Ben Stiller. Yeah, yeah, she was smoking. Yeah, she was smoking in she that. Smoking. Yeah, yeah. And she um, was in the wedding singer. I'll go with Carol Brady because you know she wasn't getting any from her husband. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was eyeing a, he was eyeing a Bobby. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> Carol Brady was cute. She was very cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll was. go Mrs. Brady. Okay. Mrs. Brady. And last one, Jimmy. Okay. Betty or Wilma? <sighs> Betty. <laughs> I Betty. Like Betty. Gotta go, Betty. I never really. I like Betty. She had that funny little giggle laugh. She did. <laughs> she did. And he had a little ass party. He was smaller than her. They did produce Bam Bam, but. Uh, uh, they adapted Bam Bam. 
Oh, he did adopt Bam Bam. You're right. Adopted Bam Bam. Holy so maybe, uh, you know, he was having trouble, you know. So, hey, Betty was available. Barney was there. Did you ever man. see, there, there was a funny, like, a porno video about Fred and Barney talking, and Fred says to Barney, you know, Barney, I walked by your house the other day. The window was open. I couldn't help but notice your wife was in the bathroom undressing. She saw me. She didn't tell her. She you didn't ever see that? No. <laughs> you got to look it up. And he's just like, that's disturbing, Freddie. She didn't cover up. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh my god, that is hilarious. That's a good, good category, good segue off. Uh, Very good one. I like that one. With Marianne passing, so we toast to Marianne. Yeah, Marianne. She was very she was a beautiful girl. <laughs> yes, this one. So, I know you finally have got to watch Cobra Kai. Yeah. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> my man Johnny, I like. Did that I not guy. say he was like so I like that guy. Great. So I actually wrote down some highlights of Johnny. Oh, he's a bad so oh, guy. I hope is, you don't say that one I'm thinking of, but go ahead. So this is where, if, I mean, spoiler alert, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, we'll just talk a little bit about the season. Um, you know, so spoiler alert, we're going to talk okay. about Cobra Kai if okay. you haven't watched yeah. it. Um, but, you know, so I loved it. I loved the season. I said yeah, you, I yeah. gave it an 8 out of 10. I could have done away with the fighting scene, especially that fight scene. At the Every end. season they end with a massive brawl. And it was stupid. Yeah. It was very stupid, so I didn't dig that. But Johnny's first scene of the season, sitting at that freaking bar, and they're like, is he still here? Oh, you're the Applebee's guy. And he's got his champagne of beers, Coors. Out no, of he doesn't, because he said they only had oh, Coors Light. They, yeah, they ran out of Coors. Light beers I'm not for, for these. Yeah. Light beers for pussies. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't ask for this stuff. I asked for a Coors. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Here and that's his first like, scene, and I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. And he gets into a fight in the parking lot. Right. He gets beat up. <clears throat> And then he's trying to see Miguel, and when he puts on that, that thing, and he's in the bathroom trying to impersonate the doctor, and he's like, whatever the guy's name was, I'm Dr. Guin. And then the guy goes, up, hey, doctor, he looks right at his face, he goes, oh, never You're no And doctor. he goes, I'm no doctor. <laughs> and he the shit out. Oh, my God. So that was, and then uh, when they go to uh, visit uh, the Robbie's mother, right, his ex-wife. Yes. At the rehab, <laughs> and he walks in. The first thing he says is, "She's like, oh, welcome, whatever." And he's like, "I'm no quitter. I'm not here for rehab. I'm no quitter." Yeah. <laughs> and he's checking out the chicks, and then Dana's like, "Would you calm down?" He goes, "Hey, I know someone." Girls walk by. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Like, Would you calm down? He's hitting on the girls in rehab. And then, yeah, yeah. You checking? <laughs> I'm not a quitter. I like the one where they they're they're working out. He's got his new squad, <clears throat> the Eagle Fangs or whatever it is. There's yeah, no yeah. Fangs on eagles. And they gave out the shirts, and the one guy's like, "Is anybody? Mine's not. Mine doesn't fit. Do more sit-ups. Do more. Do some more sit-ups." The kid's whole belly was sticking out the bottom. Sit-ups. That cracked me up, though. The Eagle Fan Karate. Um, <clears throat> and then they go. I'm I'm doing this in order of my oh, highlights yeah, of yeah, the yeah. favorite things I saw. And then when they go to visit the two friends of Robbie in prison, and he's like oh, trying to play. He's like trying to play like he's badass. And then they give the respect to Daniel. You you you're afraid of him? <laughs> And he's like, <laughs> he slapped him back. And then, like, the guard, he's like, hey, and the guard's just like, what they call this all day. Kevin James, they call the guard Kevin, Kevin Yeah, Kevin James, whatever. Funny. But then the guy's bleeding. He's like, he's freaking crying. Look at him. Oh, Johnny's funny. <laughs> oh, he is funny. He's hilarious. <clears throat> and then they get in the car and they're, they get in that whole thing with the car. But the funny part of the car is, I haven't seen those in years and I used to love those. He's eating fucking corn nuts. Do you remember corn nuts? <laughs> no. They're salty and they're like hard pieces of corn. Oh, no, I don't know. Never had corn nuts? And he's like trying to throw it up and he's hitting the roof. Like, dude, how high does this roof get there? And he's like, would you not get this all over the place? Whatever. He he goes, would you drive faster? You're rocking me to sleep. 
Uh, and then when he's rehabbing with Miguel and he lights his foot on fire, <laughs> literally. Do you feel that? Yeah, do you feel that? <laughs> then he's got the old magazine. He's got it on a fishbowl. He goes, you know, I can look that up on a phone. Come on. It's better in a magazine. It's better in a picture. But I can, hey, I got, I got Vanna White. I got Vanna White. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that's so funny because I talked about Vanna White on here. Yeah. Being in Playboy. And he's yeah. like talking he's about the Vanna White yeah. episode. Oh, he's funny. I like that guy. Oh, my God. And then when he uh, um, makes up his short list for rehab, like whether or not... <laughs> LSD. <laughs> you remember that? That's so funny. Hypnosis, acupuncture, LSD. meet Tony Robbins. I saw LSD. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That was so funny to me. <laughs> oh my God. He, I'm telling you, he makes the goddamn show. Oh, he does. He's hilarious. And then when um, he goes on the Facebook and trying to check out Allie, and he has that whole big page, and he does like, What are you writing up? Book? And she's and Miguel's like, it's like you're, it's like going on there and liking, liking all, all their pictures. photos. I did that. I did that. Is there something wrong with that? Well, why would they have a button if you couldn't do that? Oh, you can't do that. And then, and then he starts typing. He deletes it all. And just puts like, I'm okay. And then when Miguel and him set off to make something for make it look like he's better, and they make all those videos. And he's like, how about when he's in front of the one store reading the book? He takes a picture, done, throws a book out. <laughs> <laughs> that and he's was eating cool one though. thing. He's like, oh, I gotta wash my mouth. <clears throat> you, you want the rest of this? No, I'll pass. I like how they uh, incorporated that whole thing. I even like the whole Japan thing. Japan was, thing was cool. That's Out why Okinawa. I said they keep bringing back these characters. Yes, and they you brought know, back the character from season one, who wasn't on season two. The one that was dating his daughter. She yeah. that kid was not on season two. That ends up with Crease, uh, goes with Cobra Kai, the the Asian kid. I don't remember him doing. So remember in the beginning of he's the why Miguel gets into karate. Remember, right. she's dating that guy in the kitchen in season one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he comes back. Well, he's on season three. Yeah, yeah. He was. But he wasn't on season two, but he's in okay, season yeah, three. Yeah, he was the one who started to bully Miguel. Yeah, yeah. And then the other girl, they didn't bring her back. Um, the girl that was friends with Daniel's daughter, the uh, heavy set black girl, doesn't come back. Yeah, they said that she moved or something like that, and her right. dad was like a professional football player. Or right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, I like, but she'll come back. You know, any yeah. probably season four. Mm-hmm. I like how they interchange characters, but bringing back the dude from Karate Kid too, yeah, and they, even with the honk scene and, and all that. And shit. He go, he goes honk. You know how long I've been waiting to do that? <laughs> you should have saw your face. And the whole time he was stone faced. You want a drink? I don't drink. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. And then then he pulled that on him. Oh my God! That oh, guy so was... you know everything. Come on with me. I freaking love that whole. I I did. I yeah. liked that whole throwback. Yeah. You know, and you know that that girl, the the Asian girl, was cute back in. Yeah, she, I, I almost didn't recognize because she, you know, she she was so kind of like, uh, like pudgy in the face, you know, and then she's thin face now. And the she's girl that he actually rescues, they bring her back. She's the one who hooks him up with the business. She how was don't you may not cool remember me. Exactly. All of those. Do you think things. that was the actual girl too? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, I didn't research <clears throat> that, but that was the the girl who was the dancer. His uh, whatever his love interest yes. was the real girl. Right. You know, obviously that that guy he was the guy too, and that was really cool. I thought that whole sequence was really well done. And bringing back Allie, I thought was very cool. That was cool. All exactly. Right. And the way and their interaction at the uh, the country club. He shows up. He goes. He goes, dude, what, are you sleeping in that suit? What's wrong with that? He goes, yeah, what are you, Scarface? And he's going back and forth. Hey, what are you driving these days, Johnny? Oh, 93, uh, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, really? And then he pulls up. He goes, oh, my God, you really are driving that. Yeah, what's the deal? Uh, what's his name wasn't in the movie, or in season three? The, the dude uh, 
the older guy who was Cobra Kai. Oh, the guy with the funny beard? Yeah, what's it? Star, starfish or star whatever. whatever it was. Yeah, I don't remember seeing Stingray him. Stingray or something. Stingray, Stingray. that's it. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. in it. <clears throat> so, but yeah, overall, man, Cobra Kai, major thumbs up. Oh, yeah, I, 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 like you said, you went through it in one day. I went home last week. I went through it in one day, and I'm talking to my nephew. I said, you watch it? He goes, in one sitting. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> yeah, you changed me off. So, so we, then we watched a few more episodes with his parents, and we're, and we're like, come on, let's finish it. Kobe's like, come on, I gotta give myself something to look forward to tomorrow. Like, yeah, come on, let's watch him again. I gotta watch it again. Oh, it's just again. so funny. So, and what then, are you streaming now? I'm, I'm on to this, uh, some, I guess, old show, but it's called Designated Survivor. Okay. Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember when that came out. That came out after 24, and it's, I guess, it's similar. I guess it's older. I don't know. It's um, not that old. Maybe not, four or five years. But I, I'm, I'm kind of digging it. So, yeah, yeah. It looked good. I remember when it first came out. It's not that old. So uh, let's talk some college football. Since okay. uh, I don't know, is it Monday? Is it still Monday now? As far as I know, unless they're going to try to push it back. Because I know they're they're in talks. Alabama did admit that they're in talks with possibly moving the game because there's 18 players with COVID right now from Alabama, Ohio, Ohio, Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah. So um, maybe pushing back a week or something. You know, I think it's a couple of defensive linemen which are important to sure. Ohio State. So if it's Monday, these guys can't play. So you want the best. And Alabama, yeah. you know what I mean? Good for Saban. He's like, hey, whatever you got to do, we'll be ready to play. He didn't say, no, keep it that day. Yeah. But I know that, you know, TV drives a lot of this. Yeah. And um, rescheduling it, you know, and they got to fit this on a day the NFL's not in. and you know, Do it during the week. Do it on a Wednesday or whatever you got to do. Thursday night. Thursday night. Is that you what know? you're thinking about? I don't know. I have no idea what they're going to do. I think they were talking an entire week postponing it. But because uh, they had to build in, you know, and uh, yeah, a, I, I agree <clears throat> with that. I, you know, you don't want to win it and have an asterisk and somebody say, well, you didn't beat their best. Right. You know, you want to win it. You want to win it right. So, yeah, I, I compliment them for doing that. Yeah, it should, should be interesting. It should be a great game. I mean, <clears throat> I want it to be Monday night just because I can't wait to watch these two play because I yeah. think it's going to be a good football game. Yeah. Um, but I want to see Ohio State with all their players. Yeah. You know, you want to see the best against the best. And now that kid that we talked about last week, that Devonta Smith ends up winning the uh, mm-hmm. the Heisman on Tuesday. Yeah, he's good. He is good, and so you know and he now, fits right into that draft where the Eagles would get him. Mm-hmm. And also, they're talking about Alabama possibly Waddle being ready to play. And if they push it back a week, he almost definitely will be ready. Oh, and wow. he's supposedly in the beginning of the season. They didn't even mention his Smith kid. Yeah. They're talking about him. Yeah. So he would be right there for the Eagles too. You got him. You also have that kid that sat out this year from LSU, that receiver. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? Jamar Chase or something like that? Jamar. Okay. Uh, and then you also have that, uh, well, Mika Parsons. Yeah. Mika Parsons could be there for the Eagles also, but it's like they need could. a linebacker. They could. I, I saw a draft prediction where he had dropped down to like nine. Wow. So well, that means three quarterbacks, three or four quarterbacks yeah. got to go then. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play. So the people didn't, you know, out of sight, out of mind type of thing. Because I can't see him falling that far. You know, you got the one cornerback, Sertain. Yes, he's good, too. He's really good. So it's a good draft to be drafting up near the top. You know, but it's like if Mika drops and it's like he goes to the Cowboys or the Giants because they're all banged up there. And it's like, you know, hey, so we we really didn't. We skip right over it. But, um, well, we'll talk about it next. But um, sticking with college football, I read the – Penn State Friday hired a new offense coordinator. Yes, I just read that yesterday. Uh, so it's a really some hot uh, offensive coordinator, a guy named Mike Yurick. 
Yeah, so he's from is, Pennsylvania. He's a Pennsylvania guy. He originally started coaching at uh, Shippensburg. Ed, Edinburgh. Shippen, Edinburgh. Shippensburg. Then he, Shippensburg. Then he started moving up the ranks. He was at Ohio State for a year with Justin Fields. He was at one time with uh, Oklahoma State when they were scoring so, tons of points. So everything I read is he was so good at Shippensburg and was scoring so many points and everything. Gundy at Oklahoma State hired him right from there to be his offensive coordinator. And yeah. you remember, Oklahoma State was scoring a shit ton of points. Yeah. So everywhere, he's, and now he goes to Texas, they had a pretty good offense. Yeah. They were, everywhere he's gone, they've averaged like 42 or more points so, a year. Great. So, I mean, and, and Franklin said, he goes, listen, this has no reflection on Kurt Taraka. I mean, right. this is a weird year, but it was just an opportunity to hire somebody who I just couldn't pass on. Which is great. It's the right thing to do. Again, right. what I said is, you know, Franklin, not a great game day coach, but always surrounds himself with the best people. Yeah, I, I've said it. He recruits well, and he picks good assistants. And, you know, he's got to work on his game management and his timeouts. Right. You know, and but he does always have good uh, assistants. He does. So I, it seems like this is a, a, an upgrade. It's a shame to lose that one guy. And you, you hate to judge uh, him on this year because this was such an unusual year. You know, he didn't, you know, how do you coach a new offense to somebody and you, you're not in touch with him? You're Which is what sucks for the coordinator going out. Right. And wherever he goes, you better hope it's not the Big Ten. Me too, because he's going to want to get his He's going to want revenge. You know, you, like, you know, God forbid if a P.J. Flex says, hey, come on back. Right. You know, and then we got to play him. Yes, I don't want him to be around, but he, he's good too. Yeah, he's he was, he was good. <clears throat> I still think Penn State's offensive problem this year was, uh, you know, it was Clifford. I, I felt like that kid could never get the flow going. When they changed up quarterbacks, you know, I felt like Penn State was a lot better offensively. Yeah. Um, and, and that may have to – and you've got to remember, the, the year before, he had a great year. Yeah. You know, so, again, uh, they just mentioned now this is going to be his fourth defense offense coordinator. A lot more weapons, year. though. Now they do. No, he had a lot more weapons last oh. year than the, they oh, had this year. year. But this year, now they've got a bunch of young guys, <clears> and their top receiver said he's coming back. Okay. Uh, what's his name? Uh, number five. He's amazing. He's good. At that last, I didn't realize he had su such a kick. He had great speed. Uh, what was that the Illinois game he had? Deshaun uh, Watson. Right. Not Deshaun Watson. Deshaun. No. Taylor. That no, Dotson. Jawan Dotson. Jawan Dotson. Yeah, I mean, I can see how you say Deshaun Watson didn't. They threw like a hitch pattern to him, and he took off like sixty yards. Yeah. And he was blowing away their. Their uh, D-backs with the angle on them. So that was the day we had the Christmas show here. Yeah, I didn't realize he had such a kick. I'm like, Jesus, look at him go. So, so the Eagles' last game. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I, I'll tell you. Um, I think everybody who has spoken now since the game has held the company line. Right. If you've heard them. I heard Brandon Graham on the radio. And then I, I think I uh, – who else was talking? Uh, just uh, the center. Kelsey. Kelsey. He yeah. was kind of like you know, backtracking because I think once they talked to a few people right after the game, they were all saying everybody was ticked off and pissed off about it. But then they all kind of retracted. And now, he said ahead of time he was going to play um, the other guy. It's yeah, just, but, I mean, you got a, you got a one-score game, a field goal game, and you got this kid who's moving the ball, yeah. and now you're going to go to your third screen stringer? Call it what it was. He... He decided he didn't want to win the game. He wanted That's to try to it. draft it. Didn't say that, but he didn't. Because we that. weren't it, at the end of the day. The Eagles weren't hosting a playoff game. Washington had the chance to do it. He could give a crap about 
the Giants, you know? Oh, I don't give a shit about <clears> the Giants either. But I mean, control that. your own destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, so they well, throw it. The, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of glad. I was hoping they would lose out, and they did. Now they got, what, the sixth pick, yeah, which six. is good. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's a hard pill to swallow to say, hey, you're throwing games. You don't want to ever say that. You don't want to ever or, say that. Or, or even look that way. My biggest problem with that is the defense played so hard early on in that game. But when I looked at the inactives that night, and Jordan Maylotta didn't play, Miles Sanders didn't play, I'm looking at all these inactives. I'm like, what are they doing? You know, we're putting out a, a JV squad, pretty much, yeah. right? I mean, no offense to the guys that were out there, yeah. but it's like, you know, he, he didn't put... And then we're in the game, and these guys are playing hard. The Brandon Grahams, the Jason Kelseys. Mm -hmm. These guys are playing hard. Yeah. Zach Ertz. I mean, they're doing everything they can, busting and, their and, ass. And, 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 you know, I understand, hey, I want to – he probably said it before the game, I'm going to get this guy in, figuring, hey, we're going to lose because right. we got all these guys out. We'll never be in a ball game. Right. If we're down a few touchdowns, I'll put the kid in. But now you're in the game, and now you have a very good chance to win. Right. <clears throat> then you kind of got to change up and say, sorry, kid, we're going to win this one. And then he goes for it on that fourth down. When you could have kicked the field goal and tied it. It just didn't make sense. That that play didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And I know it's his MO, right? He goes, but even the play, I was like, okay, you just ran three plays from whatever they were, the four-yard line. I don't even remember what it was. And you didn't gain a yard. What is making this fourth down play so special that you couldn't have ran that play first, second, or third down? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like you were down. And that was a horrible play, It's not like too. you're down two touchdowns. You're down three. You could tie it up and let's go. Right. Then I think that I, I, was that the play where Collinsworth was like, well, the uh, the the math says to do this, and Al Michaels like, I want to see that math. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, I did not hear I, that. Yeah, they were talking about that on a radio call. Like, he oh. throws it in the end zone to I don't know, I think Watkins or somebody, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of those backup receivers, and it was short. I mean, Hertz ended up getting. I mean, their D line is strong, yeah. but and now here you go, right? So. We won as many playoff games as the Redskins this year because they lost not, and they put up a good they fight put up last a night. Great fight. That, that was game. a good football game. I mean, they had their third stringer in there, and I was kind that of kid cheering played for that right. kid. He played yeah. okay. I think the one thing that kid do did was secure himself as a backup somewhere. Absolutely, because I would love he to have him as a backup. He managed the game well. He he tried his ass off. He was you know he ran when he needed to run. Yep. He was throwing. He he threw that one. Uh, fade pattern. He dropped that right in a bucket. That oh, was yeah. a beautiful pass. He threw that long one early in the game, and the kid dropped it. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the announcers went after him, but it was not an easy catch. Right. <clears throat> Who was uh? It was Tony Dungy and someone else announcing last night. Yeah, it was. I forget. Uh, was it uh, Mike Tarika? It was. It was Mike Tarika yeah. and, and and Tony, Tony Dungy. Dungy. Um, but yeah, that kid played really hard. You know, he I was did. hoping they were going to win, but they didn't. But yeah, okay, now it's over. So the Eagles got the sixth pick. They lost out, which I was hoping they would do. Right. Um. So they're in a good. Now, now you got You got the picks. As Jimmy Johnson says, you, now you got to get the players. You got to use that pick. Yeah. Can't just, you know, it's not going to just fall in your lap. You got to pick the right guys. They'll have a lot of good choices, though. They will. And now you got to say, hey, okay, here's my board. If, you know, here's the top six guys. Who am I going to take? Take best player. You know, first three rounds, you take the best player, mm -hmm. right? Then fill the needs. Yep. You know? Yep. I mean, not saying you draft another quarterback no. if that's the best player on there because right. they did that last year. I don't even know if he was the best player on there. He seems all right. I mean, who yeah. knows what happens? Uh, you and I talked about it last week. We'll see what happens with Wentz. I yeah. mean, I think you open the competition. I think you do too, but I, I got a feeling if Wentz goes somewhere else, someone's going to fix the kid. I think he, he's going to be fixed. And if Saw we the Colts don't yesterday, him, Colts were, uh, you know, 
I mean, they had a 39-year-old quarterback. I don't know that Wentz makes them better, but Phillip Rivers, is, I would assume, is going to retire. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. who, who did Wentz play great under but Frank Wright? He did. And you don't want him going to the Colts and winning Super Bowls, or he goes to Belichick, and Belichick finds a quarterback coach, and Bill O'Brien's available. Hey, come on back and fix this, kid. Then all of a sudden, he's winning championships somewhere else, and you're like, we had him locked up. <clears throat> you know, Bill O'Brien, it's funny you mentioned that name. Um, He's last, up for the Alabama offensive coordinator. I is think. he? Okay, because remember last year, he had like a 20-point a lead on the Chiefs who won the Super Bowl. Remember that game? Yeah. The Texans were kicking their ass. Yeah. And uh, I think from he ends point, up losing by 20 points. And then from that point on, he's just, you know, the offseason, he left, he traded that great Hopkins, Hopkins receiver yeah, for nothing. Right. And that dude doesn't, that guy could catch a, a paper plane in a freaking hurricane. That dude catches everything. Why did they make him the GM, though? He's a good coach. Yeah, Bill O'Brien's a I good don't coach. know why they would. Do. I think that's a bad mix unless you're somebody who's been around 20 years. Right. You know, because it's too much. I'll coach It's way too much. I mean, it's what it was Andy Reid's downfall here. Mm-hmm. It's mean, a lot of guys' downfall. It is. Because it's too much. I mean, I know like uh, Parsos used to say, if I'm cooking the meal, let me shop for the groceries. Fine, have input. Definitely have input. Definitely but, have You input. know, have someone else do it. Hey, listen, here are the guys I'm looking at. Right. Here's the guys I would. If you get these guys for me, I'm going to win some ball games. You're the head coach. You got to coach a game. You got to Correct. offense, defense. You're the head guy, right? Yep. You, I mean, player personnel. That's why there's player personnel directors. But then you're, if you're that guy, then you're. If you're the GM and head coach, then you're the guy that's ahead of all the scouting. You know what I mean? All the scouting, everything. Fo- no, let somebody be yeah, that guy. Exactly. Have your input. Definitely, you know? definitely have the input. Here, here's some guys I'd like to go so, after. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I do like our pick. I like our uh, where we stand with that. Um, so then the Sixers. They're off to a good start. They were. Then they go to Brooklyn. They get the COVID. The, what is it? Seth Curry? We, oh, Seth Curry, yeah, he was playing well. Yeah. He was, and then he gets COVID okay. against Brooklyn. And then the whole team got quarantined up there. Okay. And then I guess through contact tracing, they can only field a couple of players yesterday I'm sure they have you can if you only have a certain amount you, you can play or can't play I think they had eight guys oh so they were able to and play. they lost the nuggets yesterday so okay I mean yeah, it, this is gonna happen you know so I, I compliment them for you know going through soldiering on you, you're gonna go through this just like football did right you know you're gonna have games where you're gonna have to probably play them again and you know it, it'll work out I think they're they're playing well because one they got a, a good coach and two, now they got the ingredients. You got about two or three good outside shooters, and the, one of them is not your your seven foot two center. Right. Get him underneath. Oh my God, they're playing them underneath finally. Good. And then when they co- collapse down, they kick it out to their their shooters. It's which a totally are different offense, and they're getting used to it because they right. didn't have much of a spring training, you know, right. or whatever you call it, right? right. Training right. camp, and I preseason. Say. But I mean, like when yeah. they were good before, when they had JJ Redick, they had outside shooters. Right. So if you collapse down on Embiid, you kick it out, and they're going to make you pay for it. JJ Redick was just. Right. Now um, they have. They should have never let that guy They go. have, what is Steph Curry's brother, Seth? Seth. Know? And yeah. then he got that Tobias Harris who was. Who All of a sudden, he's doing good well, because he's, he's back with Doc. Doc, because he played great when he was with the Clippers with Doc, and then yep. he came here, kind of laid an egg. And then there's another guy they, they have who's, who's shooting well as well. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I haven't heard anything about Simmons. What is he doing? I haven't watched Simmons either. is playing great. He's is dishing he? the ball. Hit a three the other night. Hey, very good. If that guy just learns a shot. Simmons reminds me a lot of Magic Johnson. Not that he's as good as Magic. But when Magic first came into the league, he was the same way. He was a big guard who yep. could go to the, the bucket. No one could cover him, but he had a lousy outside shot. But he worked on it. 
And he'd have the ugliest three, but he would hit it once in a while. Yeah. So you made your respect, and he, you'd have to come out on him, then he'd blow by you. It's, and, you don't have to be an outside shooter. Hit the a guy, couple. He will. Leave yeah. them open, that's fine. The guy's transition game is amazing. He can... Right, so he's got to have the confidence enough that, hey, you're giving it to me, I'm going to make you pay. Yep. And then you only have to hit one or two of those a game, and then they're going to come out, and then he'll, no one can cover him when he's slashing. You know who also didn't have a good outside game? <laughs> Dr. J. Dr. J had that bank shot, you know? Oh, that ugly bank shot. And it was yeah. real slow, like he had a hitch in it. Yeah. And then you got to remember, when Jordan first came out of college, no one talked about his outside shooting because he was so good at going to the hoop. Yes. And they're like, and that was everybody's worry. Can he shoot from the outside? And then, of course, he worked on it, and then he was <laughs> unbelievable. So, And that's you know, all we need is Ben Simmons works on his game. You can't give up on this kid. You can't. But the thing he's is, he's young. had so many years. It's like, when are you going to start working on a kid? doesn't matter. He's yeah. still a great point guard. I know, but he's got a he, He's got he's a gotta vision, Jimmy, that Ben Simmons, and he's a good defender. Yeah. It's like one problem in his game is shooting, yeah. and it's not with good coaching, you can make that not a liability. So hopefully Doc Rivers gets through to him like the other coach couldn't. Right. Work on your game. Because he's now been in the league, what, four or five years? And he has still can't shoot the fucking ball. Or he won't even have the confidence to shoot it. Right. He'll be wide open like, dude. But he can it. still draw two guys to him and hit the open guy. I yeah. love him. I yeah. think his game is awesome. Yeah, he just if he just gets that one shot, just make, make him pay, then he's going to be even that much yeah. more. Awesome. He'll be unbelievable. Yeah. So, all right. Would you rather segment? Okay. So, I love the show How I Met Your Mother. It's an old show. Yeah, I never really I mean, watched it. Yeah, I know who. Yeah, the guy was Dugan Hauser was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Barney Stinson on the yeah, show. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's such a funny show. So, I, I've been like watching that a lot. And the other night, um, so he makes this bet. Where he. It was this bet with um, the other guy on the show. Was Jason Siegel plays him? Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> and he just out of nowhere just slaps him across the face, and it's like, hey. Uh, and then it turns out he was wrong because they were saying Robin, who's on the show, was in a porn. And here it turns out she was Robin Sparkles up in Canada, but she was a singer. She was like a youth singer, like a Debbie Gibson kind of type, right? So his whole bet was that she they were whether or not she was in porn, so he slaps them because they think that this video they're about to watch is porn, so he gets all of it. So then the return is, okay, you've got a choice, Marnie. I can slap you 10 times real hard right now or five at any time, anywhere I can slap you. But it's saving them. It could be five years from now, whatever. I can slap you at any time. Okay. So would you rather Get slapped in the face ten times in a row, when you or know it's five coming. by surprise at any moment when you least expect it. I'll take the ten when I know it's coming. That's what I said. Because <laughs> I'll prepare myself. <laughs> it's funny. He's used up two on two different Thanksgiving episodes. He just oh oh, oh so that explains why he smacked him. <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh oh okay okay. It's okay. so goddamn funny. I yeah love I mean show. because what the hell you there you are hey Merry Christmas or whatever. You know? I've always said I'm a bigger. Um, fan of How I Met Your Mother than Friends because How I Met Your Mother was at a bar. It's McLaren's and yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends was at a coffee shop. Yeah, it. yeah. Well, right. I watch Friends more because of Jennifer Aniston. So. I always do three Would You Rather. So would you okay. rather have a head the size of a tennis ball <laughs> or a head the size of a watermelon? So would you rather have my pinhead or Craig Lurch's watermelon? I'll take the pinhead. I don't want to walk around with a big giant head. So it's an easy one for me because I've been walking around a little. Uh, I'll, I'll take like... the pinhead. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't want to pick Jig to watermelon head. All right. Would you rather have to wear a bib every time you go out to eat okay. or drink or drink from a sippy cup every time you're at a bar? I'd rather have the bib. Would you? I'll, if I have a bib while I'm eating, people would just be laughing. Oh, dude, man, you must really eat like a, a pig. But if you have a sippy cup, oh, imagine what they're going to say then. I think I'd take the sippy cup because I love conversations at a bar. Right. <laughs> it's conversation starter. I've worn a bib. You ever eat the, you know, crack it a lobster and yeah, it make you wear yeah, a bib, yeah. you know, lobster bib, you know. All right. All right. We are down to our Mount Rushmore. All right. Here we go. Although I have, I have two other topics. We'll oh, let's start with the two other topics. Um, all right. Well, let's see. Well, oh, let's do, let's do Mount Rushmore. So okay. Mount Rushmore of NFL fan bases. Okay. So who NFL. would be NFL fan bases. Top four NFL Top four. fan. Okay. Yeah. So number one for me are the Eagle fans. Because win, lose, or draw, they are there. They are there. They are there. They are there. They sell out constantly. They're very, very loyal. They, they win games for the, that team. No question. Uh, number two, or I'm not going to. After that, I'm, you know, no specific order. Uh, another one would be the Cleveland Brown fans. Dog because they lost the team. And they were so heartbroken, yep. but they still fought for the name of that the, the name. The Browns are awesome. going to stay. They still have the dog pound. And then when they came back, and they have sucked now for what twenty years, they yep. still cheer for that team. So I give them a lot of a lot of respect. I agree for them. Uh, the next one are the crazy ass Oakland Raider fans. Well, they're not Oakland; they're the Vegas fans. Those guys travel, and man, they're not they're not only crazy; they are bad. Raider, Raiders nation, and they are everywhere. And it yeah. doesn't matter what, you know, how many times they move from Oakland to L.A. back to Oakland, now to uh, Vegas. Then they show up, and you see the same dudes dressed as a gorilla, dressed as a big sombrero. One guy's got the spikes, and man, they they will they travel. Did a whole topic on that. They last got the year black hole. Yeah, they did a whole thing on those guys. Those guys are. They're good fans, and they are badass fans. So, yeah, I'll go with them. And then the last one, it's kind of tough because there's a lot of those Midwestern uh, cities that are great fans. Great fans. Uh, You could either – I'll go with Green Bay because of the cheeseheads and jumping up. But you could very easily go with Chicago Bear fans. They're very good fans. But I'll I'll give the nod to the the cheeseheads because they jump into it, and they travel. And we actually went to a Green Bay Eagles fan. There were a lot of Green Bay fans there, and they were nice. They were nice. They were loyal to their team. They were all yep. into it. Let's go, pack or move them, channel, whatever the hell they were chanting. And they were they were they were good fans. So I'll go. That's a, that's my four. I'll go. That's with good four. That's a good four. So you know you're making me think and rethink. Um, but when I think of the uh, elite of the fans, and I'm an Eagles fan, I have traveled with the Eagles. I've gone yep. to and Eagle fans travel great. Travel and I've trained. I travel with the Eagle fans. They are great. They travel. Yeah, I mean I've been to. Tampa, Carolina, Tennessee, all away yeah. games to see yeah. the Eagles. And the worst place I ever went was Buffalo, where it was, was almost like being Cold. A, <laughs> well, no, it was nice. It was a September game. And, oh, okay. Um, it was the year we had Michael Vick and all the these Canadian Bills fans were, you know, you the dogs and everything, you know, and protesting Michael Vick. And we're almost getting in a fight oh, in the parking boy, lot. They yeah. just, the Bills Mafia was just brutal to us. So, right. um 
But I will say Eagles fan number number one will be yeah. my Eagles fan. It's just yeah. my heart of heart saying that. I think we are the they, best they travel, well, travel fans. Yeah. Um, Steelers fans travel really well. Steelers fans do travel well. Yeah. everywhere. Yeah, they um, are. I mean, you'll see them like I went to Wawa today and a woman who checked me out today get my coffee. <laughs> Steeler fan. Yeah, yeah. So, I wish your luck, luck. Hey, good luck today because I know I see her with her shirt on. Yep. So, and then I got to go number three is the Raiders. Raiders Nation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's like, I mean, they do travel well, but there's Raiders fans everywhere. Yeah. And um, I grew up a Raider fan as a kid. Yeah, me too. Because the Eagles sucked when we were young. That's true, yep. And it was like, you went to the bus stop, and there was a kid in a Minnesota Vikings jacket. Rams, Rams Cowboys. Jacket. I won't even mention that team. Yeah. And the Steelers Steel, and Dolphins. Steelers, Steelers Dolphins, exactly. Dolphins, yeah. And the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. And it was the, remember the black jacket with the. I had it. I have a picture the of me. silver. I went with the silver sleeves and I had the hat with the pom pom and I had it at all. I was a. So I love Kenny huge, Stabler and Huge, Otis huge, huge fan. And ever, all those jackets you just named, the purple ones with the yellow sleeves, the, mm-hmm. the Vikings fans, right? Because back then they were. Yep. And the yep. Dolphins yep. had that blue. And the orange sleeves. The aqua. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They had the orange. Exactly. Orange sleeves. And, then, and the Steelers had the yellow. 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 They had the yep. black with the yellow. And uh, Redskins had like red sleeves. And then you had the Rams. There was the Rams, Rams had like a blue. yellow, blue with the yellow. So I was a Raiders and Rams fan when I was a kid. Rams because John Capaletti got drafted by the Rams. So. Harold Jackson, Charlie Young. Yep. So I was, I was, a, I was a yeah. uh, you know growing up Raiders Rams. And they were good. Loved the Raiders because they were tough and they represented yep. hard. My mom got me an Eagles jacket for Christmas. I go to the bus stop, green Eagles jacket with what? the white sleeves, and I'm getting laughed at in Philadelphia. <laughs> I was the well, only one with an I, Eagles jacket. I, everybody always asks me that, and, and I explain it this way, and, it, and it's truth. You, you think about when we grew up. Like now there's games on constantly. You know, yeah. you can see your team, but back then there was two games on. Yes. Early game, late game, NFC, AFC, That's and only it. the best teams. If your team didn't sell out, and the Eagles never did because they sucked. Come watch them. They had to play, the, they showed the best teams, and the Raiders were always a late game, and it was always, we always ate yep. Sunday dinner late, and my mother said, all right, dinner's ready. Two minutes, Mom, the snakes lead them down the field, and yep. you could just hear that John for Sunday, dun, 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 and they'd come back and win all the time. So yeah. I've got, um, I have Eagles, Raiders, Steelers, yep. and i got to get a yeah, fourth. Um, I do like the Cheeseheads. Green Bay. I have to go with Green Bay just because, I mean, I had the Bills Mafia. I had the yeah, Dog yeah. Pound. I thought about all those. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't like the fair weather and ask Cowboys fans. Fuck that. No, no, fuck they're all fair weather you. fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Raiders fans are different. Raiders fans are everywhere, just like yeah. Cowboys fans, but it's different. It's yeah. different. They're loyal. A Cowboys fan yeah. will be that kid that wore the freaking Dolphins jacket to the bus stop or whatever. Yeah, but they change teams. The Raiders have sucked, really, except for the one Super Bowl appearance for like 25 years. You'll meet but Raiders fans will, everywhere, Jimmy. You uh, will. And they're great. And they sell out. And no yeah. matter win, lose, or draw, every year, it's, hey, this is our year. Just like us. Yep, yep. So, I mean, you know, the dog pound, the Raiders, it's like, it's tough because Cleveland fans are loyal. Yeah. Right? They're loyal, loyal, loyal. But uh, Eagles fans are completely loyal yeah. and, and living that and being right. one. Uh, my whole life, but you know, cheeseheads. I mean, I remember going when Green Bay came to Philadelphia. It's yeah. tough to get a ticket in Philly and be an outside team. They all wearing their cheeseheads, and they're just yeah. the nicest fans. They were nice. So I mean, usually we abuse like Giants fans, yeah, yeah. but those guys are so nice. Yeah, like it's man, tough to abuse them. Nice. They're so nice. Hey, can I buy you a beer? What? Yeah. Yeah, and then I, like I say, I, the reason I like the the Browns is they lost their team, and they still were Browns fans. Yep. They had no team, and they were still a Browns fan. I mean, you got to give them respect. Like, my God. So uh, we're, we're coming up on an hour. I do have to uh, 
use the lavatory. <laughs> All right, pause, use the lavatory. Yes, I'm gonna use it. All right, continuing on. So just the last part, last thing I wanted to talk about is, okay. you know that every year the Bobby Bonilla day, right? July Bobby 1st. Bonilla, yeah, yeah. So yep, the Mets have been paying him since 2011. He hasn't played uh, for them. And um, they write out a check for 1.2 million. What is it? This is the last year or something? <clears throat> no, it goes until twenty thirty-five. Well, good for Bobby Manea then. <laughs> good for, good for Bobby Manea. Oh my God! God, I wish they would write me that. That's like hitting a lottery. So I, you know, I just wanted to uh, talk about other salaries. So this guy is okay. really good, but you know, think about some of the salaries in sports right now that you think are out of control. I mean, yeah. we got here in Philly, Jordan. What's his name? Uh, Jordan Chase. What the heck's his name? Well, we, who was the guy? We paid for a guy for years uh, oh, that had retired. Uh, what's his name? The first baseman, Ryan Howard. Who yeah. Was, <laughs> well, that, we whole, paid him. that whole team, him and, and uh, Jimmy Rollins, I mean, they kind of, at the tail end of their career, you know, they felt obligated because they got a championship out of them. Yeah. We, we paid the price for that. We did. You know, the Phillies paid the price. So, how about this one? Ken Griffey Jr. hasn't played baseball for the Cincinnati Reds since 2008. In right. fact, played baseball for two other teams, the yep. White Sox and Mariners, after he left the Reds. Yep. But Ken Griffey Jr. is still receiving more than $3.5 million a year from the team until 2025. I had no idea. Oh, and like he needs it, that guy. I mean, you see him on TV constantly. I had no idea. Neither did I. I had no idea. It's like that. we always hear about the Bobby Bonilla Bobby contract. Bonilla, yeah, because that's a 25-year thing or whatever. So here's one. Kevin Garnett. He last played in 2016, but he's still receiving checks, a $5 million check from the Boston Celtics until 2021, until this year. Until this year, the big piece. I didn't know that. I thought that, that trade, the salary went with it. Yeah, like, they traded him to the Nets, and well, that's where they got all those traffic. So, yeah. I no. guess... The Celtics ate part of his salary, I Probably, assume. Probably, yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, Rick DiPietro. Because remember, the Celtics, he had a high salary. Yeah. The Celtics were just doing trade, get... They were get, looking to rebuild at that time. And, yeah. you know, and who cares? $5 million a year and what their whole budget is. Yeah, it's not yeah. that big of a deal. Yeah. Rick DiPietro, who last played in 2013, is getting paid $1.5 million a year until 2029 by the New York Islanders. Oh, okay. Wow. I mean, God damn, these no, guys. Kid. Now, here's a guy who had one good year and banked it. Chris Davis from the Baltimore Orioles. He had yeah. that one good yeah. year. Yeah. He will be getting paid $54 million until 2022. And then $3.5 million between 2023 and 2032. And another $1.4 million per year between 2033 and 2037 by the Orioles. Wow. No, that's. I guess it's good to have a good lawyer. I guess. Huh? Oh Holy my God! Shit. Well, uh, if we make a trade as Eagles, you know, and we have to do something with Carson Wentz, what are we going to do with that? This is nothing compared to these guys. Yeah, you're on the hook for yeah. years. I know. Okay. No good God, that's unbelievable. Like you said, he he he, he <clears throat> turned one year into twenty years, twenty five years of getting paid a lot. You know, and and you think about it, right? We got Bryce Harper here in Philly, mm -hmm. who. But I think it's a great investment. I mean, he's still 10, 20. Uh, he's young, yeah. So, I mean, usually those crazy uh, contracts come at the tail end of somebody's career. Right. And then he's still a young guy. He's young, years. but we pay him until 2035. So, he could be well, 10 out years, of baseball yeah. in 2029, and we, we're paying him for another five True. years. That's not like these contracts. But, I mean, we're, get, we're getting him in his prime. We should be, hopefully. I mean, we still have him under 
Chris Davis. <laughs> Chris Davis. <laughs> We're yeah, paying like him a hell of a lot of money. One, one good year. Uh, here's yeah. one. Ichiro Suzuki, who retired after the 2019 season, right. will still be getting paid more than $25 million by the Seattle Mariners. Through 2032, he's getting $25 million a year. Every year? Every year? Every year until 2032. How did that happen? I don't know. Why the hell would you do that? That's crazy. Good for Suzuki, yeah. How about that, right? I mean, he's a good player. He wasn't that good. Anybody I don't know this guy, Josh Smith. He played for the Pistons. Has been paid five point three million per year since twenty fourteen. He last played for the Pistons in twenty fourteen. So I don't no, know when that contract is. He doesn't sound. Now here's a two good guys, but uh, it's kind of amazing. Max Scherzer, great player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets fifteen million a year from the Nationals between twenty twenty two and twenty twenty eight, regardless of whether he pitches. Uh, or whatever team he's on, he's still the Nationals have to pay him. So it doesn't even matter. He could get a whole other contract from another team, get traded, whatever. The Nationals, for the next no matter summer. what, the Nationals oh, have to pay him $15 million a year. Wow. Good for him. And then you combine his paycheck with Strasburg, who in the years 27, 2027 and 2028, and Washington will be paying $42 million to two guys who won't throw a single pitch for them in those seasons. It's crazy. Well, well. So I don't know. I guess. I guess I. I definitely didn't do something fully right in life. You know. God, I should have played a little better in baseball. I mean, shit. This is crazy stuff, man. No kidding. So, uh, what else you got? Um, You know, Jeff did say if he's feeling better next week. Okay. um, Him and Billy will join us. They said, you know, pencil us in right now. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know. It's it's up to you. That's fine with me. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I think Jimmy, for for what it's worth, with this this COVID shit, and um, you know, Montgomery County now, we're at the height of the pre where we where we are now. There was fifty cases a day in, at the height in Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. We're now doing five hundred and forty-one cases a day. Is what I, I'm reading. In the in Montgomery County, 541 positive cases a day. This shit's fucking everywhere right now. And, you know, we got the new variant. I don't know. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll see. You doubt? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So soon now, you know, through work, um, she, she didn't get the shot this week. No, why not? Because it was all filled up. Oh, really? Yeah. She, she wanted to get the she shot. She was on the waiting list. Well, she was available. It was mm-hmm. ava- open to her. But now every day... Or I'm sorry, uh, twice a week they're doing the rapid test mm-hmm. at her school. So okay. that's kind of cool that North Penn, your, your taxes are paying for that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> paying for the, the rapid test. The rapid test, okay. So it's going to take me a little bit to get all this down um, okay. to um, with the new program and everything. But uh, we, we gained a couple of really good things through this. Okay, Our sound's going to be a lot better. Okay. Um, and... Um, We'll be able to do a lot more uh, pretty cool shit with this. But, um, yeah, so that's it for episode 35. We're going to write it out here. All right. Um, you know. Here we go. What you actually mean? Thinking of a master plan. I love it. Riding it out. Episode 35. Thanks for riding. Check out with Norm and Jim.
We didn't talk too much NFL today. No, we talked about the Eagles, and we talked about the draft selections, and we talked about NFL. Yeah, we talked about it. 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 Yeah, we talked about it.